This episode of Intelligent Medicine is brought to you by Biomega Fish Oil from Biotics Research. For over 40 years, Biotics Research has been providing the highest quality supplements, surpassing industry standards. Biomega Fish Oil contains therapeutic doses of vital omega-3s in the triglyceride form, which is highly bioavailable. Biotics Research ensures maximum purity and freshness by managing their fish oils from catch to capsule, verified by rigorous independent testing. For more information, go to drhoffman.com slash bioticsresearch. That's drhoffman.com slash bioticsresearch for Biomega fish oil. Welcome to Layla Ways In. I'm your host, Layla Mutin. I'm a registered dietitian nutritionist here in New York. If you'd like to make an appointment, call the office 212-779-1744. You can speak to Grimaldi or Liz. If you'd like to email me questions that you'd like to hear me answer on this podcast or topics of interest that you'd like to, me to take a dive into, it's radioprogram at aol.com. That's radioprogram at AOL.com. I have a question from AH. I'll just give the initials. Hi, Layla. I'm asking a question. Are you alternative medicine or are you more naturopathic? I'm very interested in doing things naturally or homeopathic or also with food. All right. Um, Thank you for this question. Are you alternative medicine or are you naturopathic? Alternative medicine is is an older term for what we now call complementary medicine or even integrative and functional medicine, complementary medicine, using the best of both worlds, both, uh, both more holistic, more natural, and more mainstream. Uh, naturopathic, a naturopath is an ND, a naturopathic doctor. I'm not a naturopathic doctor. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a dietitian. I'm a registered dietitian nutritionist with a master's degree in nutrition and exercise. So what I do is I practice a more holistic nutrition because it's all about integrative nutrition. I'm an integrative nutritionist. I'm a medical nutrition therapist. That's MNT. That's what I practice. And it's with food. It's with food and appropriate supplements. And that is absolutely all natural uh, to answer your question. Homeopathy is something else. Homeopathy, there are homeopathic practitioners I think homeopathy is a great thing. I'm not a homeopathic practitioner. That's not my scope of practice. I'm a dietitian. I'm a nutritionist. I deal with food, how you eat, what you eat, your diet, and supplements for your health, your wellness, for prevention. And I also practice medical nutrition therapy for medical conditions. whether it's to 
try to halt the progression of the medical condition to deal with it, to decrease the symptoms of it, to address the symptoms of it, to manage it. In that regard, I'm a medical nutrition therapist. That's MNT. So I hope that clarifies for you how, what I do and how I do it. So basically, uh, if you were to see me, I want to know what your diagnoses are. I don't mean your self-determined diagnoses. I mean, what diagnosis did your doctor give you? Do you have a particular medical condition or symptoms or anything like that? That's information that I need. Or if you're interested in optimization, wellness, prevention, uh, weight management, all of that, <clears throat> if you have diabetes, I can help you manage your diabetes, you know, all of that, heart disease, cancer. I have patients all across the spectrum, autoimmune diseases, everything, mood-related issues, because we know how nutrition impacts mood. I'll talk more about that on future podcasts as I have in the past. It's always worth revisiting, especially with what's happening in the world today. So, yeah. So thank you for your question. And now I want to talk to you about hypertension. A lot more people are being diagnosed with high blood pressure, which is hypertension. And there are many reasons for that. There are more overweight people, you know, higher sodium diets, you know, processed food is where the sodium is. It's not necessarily the salt shaker on your kitchen table or your dining room table or the salt that you use in your cooking. It, the sodium is very, very high in processed food. And if you're, eat, if you're a big processed food eater, I'm talking about sliced bread too, not just the usual suspects of, of salty snacks. So there's a lot of sodium there. And in, uh, in processed meat as well, there's a lot of sodium and things. But it's not all about the sodium, because sodium is a middleman. When you're overweight and you have high blood pressure, even slightly overweight, I'm talking maybe seven pounds more than you sh where you should be, maybe 10 pounds more than you should be. And now you were told you've got this high blood pressure or slightly higher blood pressure than you knew yourself to have, uh, it could be that the weight loss, you're losing five to seven or five to 7% of your weight can help to lower your blood pressure. So you may be told by, you, you may have been told by your doctor to avoid salt and sodium and all of that, but sodium is really only the middleman. It's also insulin. Insulin is more the master of, and commander of how sodium behaves in your body or what, what impact it has. When we have a lot of insulin, and that is often tied to overweight, remember that, it makes our body hold more, hold more of the sodium, and that sodium draws more water into our body, and that water will invariably go into the bloodstream and increase our blood volume. What happens when we increase our blood volume? We get high blood pressure. That's how it happens. So sodium is the middleman. If you were able to decrease your insulin, if you have hyperinsulinism, right, from 
being overweight from eating too many carbs, all of that. If you lower the insulin by lowering the amount of carbs you eat in your diet, the weight will come down. But by lowering the insulin, sodium is less important now. And when you've gotten back to your ideal weight or you get to your ideal weight and your blood pressure is normal, you don't have to worry about sodium. Eating more sodium isn't necessarily going to drive up your blood pressure chronically, chronically drive up your blood pressure. It's kind of, it's insulin more that does that. But, you know, still the, the standard advice is to lower sodium. Listen, I still want you to lower your sodium. You don't want all that sodium anyway right? You want a good balance of your electrolytes. Sodium is one of them. Sodium, potassium, calcium, magnesium. These are important. You definitely need magnesium because it promotes dilation of blood vessels and low intracellular levels of, of magnesium are a well-established cause of hypertension. So the ways to deal with hypertension is to look at your nutrition, not just your weight, not just about the sodium. Optimal calcium status reduces vasoconstriction, particularly effective for salt-sensitive hypertension as it increases sodium excretion. 10% of the population has salt-sensitive hypertension, only 10%. Yet we're giving all 100% of the population the same advice. The other 90% don't have uh, sodium-sensitive hypertension, right? But you want a good balance of all of those electrolytes, your calcium, your magnesium, your potassium, your sodium. Another important nutrient is folate. It lowers blood pressure by improving endothelial function or the ability of blood vessels to properly dilate. You need folate for that. <clears throat> Carnitine. Carnitine lowers blood pressure in the same way as ACE inhibitors do, which is a common hypertension drug, which reduces the hormone angiotensin, a substance that causes arteries to constrict. Its role in fat metabolism explains this effect. You know, L-carnitine is very important for lipolysis ketosis, your fat-burning metabolism, because what the amino acid carnitine does is it helps to usher the fat into the mitochondria of your cells to help burn it, to keep that fat-burning metabolism going. Oleic acid, the benefits of olive oil for blood pressure are largely due to its high oleic acid content, which protects endothelial cells. The endothelial cells are the inner lining of your blood vessels. It keeps them from becoming inflamed. So oleic acid, which is an omega-9 fatty acid. You've heard of omega-3s from fish. You've heard of omega-6s from your borage oil, your evening primrose oil, the better sources of omega-6, and omega-9 is your olive oil, your oleic acid. Cysteine, L-cysteine is a very important amino acid. You would find that in N-acetylcysteine, right? NAC. Antihypertensive effects stem from its role as a potent antioxidant. It's an effective 
vasodilator. What else is important for hypertension? Besides getting to a healthy weight and watching the sodium, but really reducing your insulin and all of that. And physical activity. Hey, let me talk about physical activity. Between cardio and weight training, what really helps with hypertension is the cardio. Please give equal time to the cardio, more time to the cardio than your strength training, right? What else is helpful for hypertension? Lipoic acid. It improves vascular tone. It causes vasodilation. And it works like a calcium channel blocker medication. And lipoic acid recycles vitamin C, vitamin E, and cysteine. You see how all of our micronutrients or vitamins and minerals work synergistically? They work synergistically. And what else is important? Hey, CoQ10. Don't think I forgot about CoQ10. It improves bioenergetics of blood vessel of the blood vessel wall. And deficiency of CoQ10 is highly correlated to hypertension. And the benefits of CoQ10 or ubiquinol often may not be seen for several weeks. You need to take it. You need to get a blood level of it going. If you were, if you were to ask me, Layla, which do you prefer, CoQ10 or ubiquinol? I have felt the effects of ubiquinol more in terms of energy. CoQ10 is just fine, but I think ubiquinol is a little more bioavailable. They are both good. Vitamin E is important. It increases nitric oxide synthase. Nitric oxide is an enzyme that causes, or the synthase of nitric oxide, is an enzyme that causes blood vessels to dilate, and it protects blood vessels from damage. And did you know that low vitamin D is strongly linked to hypertension, possibly due to its role in calcium transport. It augments the blood pressure lowering effect of calcium, and it keeps blood vessels smooth and healthy. That's why I'm always looking for micronutrient deficiencies. I'm always sending the patient back to their doctor with a request for blood tests, especially vitamin D. I also find it helpful to look at, if you're not able to get an ionized magnesium level, it can be helpful to get a red blood cell magnesium level. That's an RBC, red blood cell magnesium level. That's a helpful blood test. Vitamin C improves the ability of blood, wrestle, blood vessels to react appropriately to relaxation signals. It increases nitric oxide, a powerful vasodilator. Vitamin C is so important in maintaining the elasticity of your blood, ves of your blood vessels. You don't want your blood vessels getting stiff. You want elasticity in your blood vessels. Vitamin B6. Why is it important? It lowers homocysteine. Homocysteine can make your arteries stiff and it raises blood pressure. A low B6 is strongly linked to hypertension.
vitamin vitamin B2, which is uh, riboflavin. B1 is 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 uh, is thiamine. B2 is riboflavin. B3 is niacin. B2 people with the MTHFR gene tend to respond well to riboflavin to riboflavin therapy for lowering blood pressure. Riboflavin is also very good for migraine, along with magnesium, right? Just reminded me of migraine for a minute. What else is important for hypertension? Vitamin A. It suppresses the growth of vascular smooth muscle, thus keeping the lumen, the blood vessels, clear and wide. Vitamin A. Biotin. Pharmacological doses reduce systolic blood pressure, that's the top number of your blood pressure, by activating an enzyme, CGMP, that causes smooth muscle to relax. What else is important? You've heard of glutathione, the master detox antioxidant in the body that the body makes. What is the precursor to glutathione? N-acetylcysteine, NAC. So oxidative stress, which often manifests as glutathione deficiency, can induce hypertension. Zinc. Zinc regulates, regulates angiotensin and endothelin, two enzymes that directly affect blood pressure. Deficiency causes blood vessels to constrict. And finally, last but not least, copper regulates enzymes that keep blood vessels dilating properly. Depletion causes hypertension. Supplementation trials are positive for the use of copper in helping to maintain normal blood pressure levels. This is all important in hypertension. I started talking to you about sodium the importance, the importance of reducing insulin levels if they're high, which will also reduce your weight, which will also reduce your blood pressure. Kind of works in a circle that way. And all of these critical nutrients, magnesium, calcium, folate, L-carnitine, oleic acid found in olive oil, lipoic acid, CoQ10, vitamin E, vitamin D, vitamin C, B6, riboflavin, vitamin A, biotin, glutathione, zinc, and copper. You get all of these in a very, very varied, healthful diet. You also get these in various vitamins, which would be appropriate for you to take. If you have hypertension and you want to be able to treat it naturally, the first step is weight loss. Watch that sodium while it's happening so you don't increase your blood volume, right? Once you've met your weight goal and your blood pressure is coming down, Sodium is not that important. Use the salt shaker in your cooking, but don't eat processed foods that are loaded with sodium. Don't eat all those high-sodium foods, right? That's what we're talking about. And another reason more and more people are being uh, diagnosed with hypertension besides the obesity epidemic in our country, and that alone will cause hypertension, the guidelines have changed. 120 over 80 is now called prehypertension. 
It wasn't before, and now it's called prehypertension. They're changing the guidelines. The guidelines have changed. It's in your best interest to keep your blood pressure at healthy levels to, to prevent cardiovascular disease, hardening of the arteries. Homocysteine is important to look at. Your magnesium levels and your vitamin D levels are important to look at. And ultimately, also, take it easy on that caffeine. Caffeine, any stimulant like caffeine, constricts your blood vessels. What happens when your blood vessels are constricted? High blood pressure. Don't drink a cup of coffee or go to Starbucks and then go see your doctor and have them take your blood pressure, right? Keep all of this in mind. Also, when your blood pressure is taken, your feet should not be, hangle, should not be dangling off the physical exam table while the medical assistant is taking your blood pressure. Your feet need to be flat, flat on the floor. Why? Dangling feet may cause high blood pressure. You should not be asked questions and asked to answer while your blood pressure is being taken. Speaking can increase your blood, your, your blood pressure. You should empty your bladder before having your blood pressure taken. Your arm that your blood pressure, that the blood pressure cuff is on needs to be supported either by a chair of a, uh, the, ch uh, an arm of a chair that's up within the region of your heart. That's how your, your arm needs to be, uh, um, elevated towards the region of your heart, but it needs to be supported. You cannot be holding the weight of your arm up by yourself. It needs to be held up. Doing so will raise your blood pressure. All of these things to remember. I want to thank you for joining me on another edition of Layla Weighs In here on Intelligent Medicine. Do you suffer with chronic pain? Are you taking risky, over-the-counter, or prescription anti-inflammatory drugs? This is Dr. Ronald Hopkins with a better natural solution from Future Farm Botanicals, Liquid Turmeric Liposome Complex. Future Farm's liquid turmeric with liposomes and nanotechnology delivers maximum absorption for effective pain relief. Sourced and manufactured in the United States, this product contains 1,600 milligrams of curcumin and powerful antioxidant properties. This plant-based curcumin is used to possibly reduce inflammation, block proteins that trigger swelling, and intercept inflammatory pathways, significantly decreasing inflammatory responses. For more information and to order, call 888-841-7216, 888-841-7216, or go to myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. That's future P-H-A-R-M, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. Don't live with pain when there's an all-natural, science-based remedy that works. myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman, myfuturefarm.com slash Hoffman. This is Layla Mutin, RD. I see patients regularly along with Dr. Hoffman. If you require a nutrition consult with me but live out of town, there's no need to travel to New York City. I have telephone consultations with clients from all over the country. Please visit drhoffman.com for more information. And to set up an appointment, call 212-779-1744. That's 212-779-1744. I look forward to being a collaborator in your health care.